Welcome to the I Feel You podcast, a show all about mental health, race, love, and all things life. One conversation at a time with human therapists. Adriana Martinez. Lena Nicodemus. And dope guests from different places and spaces. This is not a substitute for counseling with a licensed professional. Just the coolest waiting room you've ever been to. All right, welcome back to the I Feel You podcast. My name is Adriana. And I'm Lena. And there's no one else in the waiting room today. Just us. <laughs> and Yay. the spirits of this house. I don't know how old this house is that I'm in right now. It's pretty. There's a definitely a spider in the corner that's probably significantly old. Yeah, it's probably the owner of the house. The spider or the ghost? The, no, the spider. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here since the beginning of time. How long? Yep. Did, like, what's the actually the life cycle of a spider? Okay, I'm getting really far off track. This is not no, it it kind of is though, because you kind of want to know how long that spider's gonna be there, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, I've actually seen the same spider at my door for, for probably like three weeks, and I just don't want to kill it, and it just doesn't move. But maybe it's also dead. <laughs> mm, right. Right. Yeah. So, it's weird when they die when they're like suspended in their web because then you're like are you dead and then you do that thing where you like poke near it and then it like moves yeah I've done that yeah I've never right, asked just, it if it's dead but all of but, our arachnophobic uh listeners <laughs> just got really triggered I'm sorry we'll put a trigger warning at the beginning of the episode <laughs> that's true that's true well let's Spider just content. yeah yeah, sorry about that. We'll move on. We'll we'll talk about something else. How how are you doing? I'm good. It's a busy busy week. I've got a lot of assessments and evaluations and stuff. But yeah. yeah. How about you? I'm good. Um, let's see. I'm I've been yeah same busy. Not gonna lie, I'm on my period right now, and you know it's kicking. It's kicking. Um. Mm you know, woke up in fetal position today. So. <laughs> Starting off on a good foot. Yeah. Yeah. I got, um, I don't know. I mean, it's like one of those things, right? Like every month just, it's like, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> and then mm. I'm like surprised or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, oh. mine's irregular. So I never know when it's going to happen. Oh, but- I got really into, um, <clears throat> actually a client sent me a, a podcast. They were talking, they were really into, and now I'm into it. And this is how like cult theories get spread. Um, right. I'm just kidding. Um, but like it, this woman, it's like this woman who talks about and like has written ex- books extensively on what's called like the Infradian cycle. So mm. <clears throat> apparently men live uh solely by the circadian rhythm which is like a 24-hour rhythm um and that's why it's you know uh like our life is set around just like morning to night set by their clock but you know women have a cycle where essentially you know it changes every week or you know a couple certain amount it's different for each like so basically there's um I think there's like three or four maybe four parts of our our cycle basically and it's like around our our you know menstruation um and not just women but anyone who's ovulating I learned that yeah neutral term which I like 
but uh, yeah it's pretty interesting so like during the I've been reading about it and like during the menstrual cycle like you're supposed to rest and you know can can we make it like a day off from work like where Dude, right? you know if you ovulate you get you get two extra days off like from two minimum. to three days minimum right minimum then you, you know if your doctor approves maybe the whole month i don't know you know i mean <laughs> i don't think it's such a crazy idea i don't think so either i think we yeah. got i think we could really start something right now um, yeah yeah send a send a petition yeah yeah okay um, I at least get my birthday off from my new job, though, which is cool. So. Oh, that's out. nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As and an automatic, or you have to use your time, your like PTO or your. It's time like off. unpaid, but whatever. I don't care. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I just uh, took in a leave, and so we'll see. Um, but, you know, I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of glad we brought up periods and stuff right now because. I don't, I mean, I think we should be talking about it when it happens, just normalizing it. Like, yeah, I guess what? I get a period. Um, but yeah, and then I also got diagnosed with ADHD today. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Yeah. Feel to join the neurodivergent community. <laughs> welcome it's been it's been a long time coming it's been a long time um i'd we like don't to have think... a welcoming ceremony because we couldn't organize it <laughs> i know i just dropped this on you i was gonna text you and then i was like nah i'm just gonna tell her live on the air um oh, yeah. you love surprising me on podcasts <laughs> i do. <laughs> you do like since day one you're like guess what i when i was born I had the lump. <laughs> I'm from that lump. You're like, how's your week? It was my twin. <laughs> it was my <laughs> Sorry, my big fat Greek wedding humor. I've seen that. I love it. Times. No, it's great. I was like, wow, that's that's how you heard my accent? <laughs> oh no, no. Ah, shit. <laughs> oh no. Ah, ah. It's like you ever had that moment where it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> no, it's all good. No, you didn't fuck up. No, this is what this is how Don't we talk. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> or Lori. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, Lori would laugh. Um but but yeah, so I feel I feel this sense of relief because it's like, oh finally, you know, I I know what I'm challenged and how with and how I'm organized. I guess I've always knew, but I really needed help. Mm. <laughs> you know, I really mm-hmm. needed that, that help. I think I told you like eight years ago, I maybe like seven or eight years ago, I went to go get assessed and it's like they stopped the assessment and sent me to a, a class to try to see if I could, you know, organize my time better and, you know, use like binder dividers and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. They were like trying to help me maybe not, not, not push the meds or, or whatnot, but, uh, but that didn't help. And I just, you know, let eight years go by and now I'm, now I was ready again. So I feel good about it. I feel like I should think, you know, the people that filled out the questionnaires, I'd like to thank my friends, <laughs> Albania, my dad, <laughs> who all filled out the questionnaires to, you know, confirm my diagnosis. So thank you. Um, Damn. I feel good. Damn, they made they made you do it. They made you go through all of it. Yeah, all of it, all of it. 
you know, they were like, you seem like you've done a lot with your life. And I don't think you have ADHD. Really? Was- Dude, you just got to read the DSM-5 and report what's on it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you're like, bring you like have it pulled up on your phone. You're like trying to sneakily look at it. You're like, <laughs> Psychomotor agitation <laughs> procrastination yep me that's i do it i'm i'm procrastinating yeah. and it's to been say occurring this word for right at least the past six months <laughs> i don't know what the time frame is for adhd i don't remember all this yeah there's like there's a, b- a bunch of like cutoff points because i don't know yeah there's because all the different types of adhd so yeah. um i'm the combined type so Ooh. a little hyper little inattentive. <laughs> I don't know why that sounded like that is not sexy. <laughs> you looking for a little hyper in your life. <laughs> Cause I got a little bit of both. Oh my God. I should add that to my dating profile. Yeah. Got a little hyper, got a little inattentive. <laughs> I swing both ways. <laughs> oh geez. Oh God. But yeah, well, somehow we'll still get sidetracked on our episodes. Yeah. Medicated or not, you will not contain me. (laughs) But speaking of time management, though, I recently uh, signed up for the website Trello. Um, That shit has changed my life. You get it's it's because I used to use like like book planners, you know, you're like looking it up right now. (laughs) I know. Did you see me do that? Did you? You're like, okay, I better put that down before I forget. Cause I'm going to forget in like two minutes. <laughs> I'm like, cause I, cause I still have to go to psychiatry for my meds. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Cause you can like basically make like a visual planner system. I'll send you mine. It's pretty, actually, I wonder if I can do that right now. So you look at, but <laughs> I do, I want to see. It's like, I basically create like a set of lists, like stuff I need to do today stuff I need to do tomorrow, uh, stuff I need to do this week, et cetera, et cetera. And like, oh my God. And then when you're done with something, you can like move it to the done list. It's and awesome. it's satisfying. Mm-hmm. I bet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Hook me up. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'd love to see what that is. I don't know if is. you can look at mine without being on it, but yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to add that to the, the show notes or the resources, the resources. at the end. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, Cause I thought it was just for like teams, but you can use it for your own stuff. And like, I mean, you know, like I got so much, like I've got like three different gigs going on now and like school still. Um, and then just whatever random stuff. And it's like super nice to be able to organize it in like a very clear fashion. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I thought about getting a, a bullet journal because um, mm. it kind of combines a little doodling and mm-hmm. a little organization. And then I forgot. <laughs> yeah, those, <laughs> those seem cool, but like it's it's a lot of, it seems like a lot of work. Like I like that this is already laid out. I don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to be consistent with it because, you know, y- you have to create the uh, the weekly like calendar i mean and you have to like build in the build the calendar you know and yeah. so you know if i'm having actually, i'm having i don't want to actually have to draw it that's the thing yeah <laughs> not sitting there every week and drawing a, no no yeah 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 so it's okay maybe it was good that i forgot i don't want to forget this one though so i'm gonna hit you up after you know seriously like maybe we should share it as a resource if anyone out there is also yeah you know like for our fellow adhd folks i mean for me i like that it's just it's very clearly 
it's user friendly, you know. <clears throat> yeah. And they even like give you uh, tips and tricks on how to best use it and stuff. I mean, of course, I use it however I want because I don't follow the rules. But yeah, because you're a rebel. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, maybe at one point we can we can put uh we can add an episode on on the blue pill, you know, ADHD. Mm-hmm. And just talk about it. I mean, I think it's <clears throat> it's interesting, right? Like, I wonder if I had been diagnosed today with like severe depression, if I would have been like, "Yo, I got I got diagnosed with severe depression today," and mm-hmm. I think I probably would have said something. But I don't know. I think there's certain, you know, if we think about the stigma of certain certain mental health illnesses or disorders or whatnot. I don't know. Yeah. Just something. I think this is our blue pill episode right now already. <laughs> we should just talk about it because yeah like i i definitely and yeah there's so much tight we could have a whole nother episode just on like you know stigma of mental health diagnoses how some are okay to like some are accepted and some are not right right um that's why i think a lot of times people push for on like mental health awareness month whenever i forget forget when that is that like march or something um i forget but yeah, somewhere in spring, I think. And it's, it's somewhere like, between March and October. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, people like I've seen posts that are like, you know, make sure we include like people with like psychotic disorders. And so, you know, it's not just depression. Right. But, right. And and not to undermine depression. But, you know, I think we still have a lot of work to do as a society to really welcome and write like even. I had to have a talk with my therapist on Thursday because I've noticed like, you know, right now I'm extremely stressed because like my final paper for school is due on Sunday and I've got like, I did my, the evaluation I did last week, I took like four or five pages of like single space notes. Hmm. I have just like so much going on at work and stuff. So I've been like really stressed. And when I get really stressed, my like ADHD symptoms really, really go up. So like being able to sit still is really hard. Um, especially after like a long day of work and so like in our therapy group on Wednesday I was just like just sitting there going crazy and I felt like you know it was hard to it was hard to feel like I was it was okay for me to do that so yesterday I had to be mm-hmm. like you know I had to explain to her like you know with ADHD it's actually easier to pay attention if you're doing something with your hands or you have something else that you're doing right and she you know she was like oh I'm sorry like you're definitely okay to do that but you know, we definitely um, make people, again, I'm bringing in the TikTok, there was like a whole trend where people were showing their themselves like masked in a situation versus unmasked. And I'm not talking like mm-hmm. COVID-19 masks, I'm talking about like masking symptoms. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, yeah, we shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I definitely agree. I mean, I know that you, well, I know I've been <clears throat> somewhat open about my, my mental health challenges, um, you know, that I could think back, um, as early as, you know, elementary, maybe late elementary, um, middle school, but just kind of, you know, challenged with depression, anxiety, um, and kind of being, uh, you know, masking it at times. Right. And I think a lot of people would see me and I guess those that really know me, and who I've been able to be more vulnerable with know that. And, um, but people seeing like, oh, like you always seem, you know, like this idea that um, if you are presenting like social and happy and, you know, 
that you must be a hundred percent okay or you must be that way a hundred percent of the time and uh so I don't know I think it's it's interesting I mean you think about also um I think I'm thinking right now about like Robin Robin Williams right I mean super like he he suffered with depression for a really long time but he's also he was super funny right just fucking funny um and you know the idea also that if you have things in your life or um if your life looks a certain way that that uh mental illness doesn't get you you know uh Mm -hmm. depression won't or anxiety won't and i think i think that it's it's so important for um big personalities like that to really be be open amount about you know mental illness if they're challenged with it and if they feel i mean obviously you can't force them to but i think it's such a powerful move um for folks who are struggling to come out with their own struggles um and again like you said doing that masking because of the stigma mm-hmm. and we have a lot of work to do right like there's a lot of work around it that we still need to do and i think we see a lot of i would say personally like it feels like it's not a, it's not as much, but that's also because we're in the work, right? So we're constantly like trying to break, break the stigma. And, um, but I don't know, I don't think, I think there's definitely still a lot of work to do um, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it it also is such a a culturally, um, there's such a cultural link between, you know, being open about a diagnosis or not. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, especially just being a person of color, you know, there's already so much more pressure to, um, especially for kids, because that's the population I work with a lot, you know, for them to behave, right, or perform, right? And so, you know, they can't have another thing that people could discriminate against them for, right? Right. So I have... Um, a lot of the parents that I work with, of the, the you know parents of the kids that I work with now, who you know I even had a parent today say you know we're not getting them diagnosed because we don't want them to have a label, right? And, yeah, you know that's that's a challenge too, right? Is it's not so easy for everyone to just be open about when they have this this you know pressure around it as well so there's like I I I would say like there's privilege in in mental illness and then there's different types of privilege right you know there's the privilege of whiteness um you know class obviously like access to medication therapy I mean we could access to therapy don't even get us started right Um, right but like access to resources even um you know and also just like discrimination right you know um what kind of discrimination do you face um you know what type of mental illness do you have like we were talking about there's different mental illnesses that are more accepted than others right and it's like so great that ADHD is more accepted but I I actually got a little annoyed on TikTok because (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) because like um there was like from what I saw, there was a trend that started of uh, adults with autism who were sharing their experience of being neurodivergent and like showing like how they responded to songs or stuff like when they were not masking their ASD. And Mm. then I saw a lot of folks with ADHD doing that. And, you know, as someone with ADHD (laughs) who works with the autism community, I can tell you as an adult, which of those diagnoses, diagnoses is more accepted than the other. And I felt right. like it was a little bit of like Columbusing that, 
experience, yeah. right? So I think there's so many different types and levels of, of privilege and mental illness, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting topic. I I mean it's interesting that we just kind of went there, but um I don't know. I guess it all it like you said, it comes back to like access, who who's mostly diagnosed with certain disorders, mm-hmm. right? And all yeah. like I don't know. I think oh, I don't know, makes me a little like makes me kind of actually cringe right now as I think about what is happening, you know, in in the world of psychiatry and and mental health in terms of even like thinking about the big um big insurance companies, you know, um, and who they're diagnosing and who gets the medications and which ones. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I feel like uh, with this diagnosis in particular, ADHD, I mean, there's another, we can go on another tangent with that, but just, you know, over-diagnosing children with, with it um, and just over-diagnosing of this particular mental, you know, this diagnosis, you know, it's neurological, but I think some, some kids or some adults, like, you know, when we think about maybe it's, it's a PTSD or it's an anxiety and then they get medicated with the wrong things or they're getting the wrong treatment. And so in some ways, honestly, even though it took a long time for me to get diagnosed, um, like I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, I guess, for the fact that, that I, it took me, like it took self-advocacy on my end because in school I did struggle. Uh, I struggled in as early as elementary. Um, I was always the last one to finish a test. I was always the the one that turned in things late or last minute. Um, you know, um, the not being able to sit in class or the not, not being able to like draw or do things that are different and then being called out because I'm not paying attention or, you know, just things like that. But I didn't even know what it was and I just pushed through and you know, I feel like I'm pretty high functioning overall, but now I'm like, you know what? Like, I think, I don't think I have to push through. Um, I don't think I have to push through. And um, if there's support, then I'll, I'll take it, you know, and I'll, um, and, and I think it, I, I mean, I wish I hadn't waited because like, what if I had something else, right? I mean, I think maybe I also have like a learning difference of some sort too. Like, I don't know, there's so many things. I'm going to go explore like everything else that's, that's going on with me. Um, so I don't know, maybe we could talk, I know we wanted to talk a little bit about the holidays, um, and you know, we're in, we're in now another level of maybe isolation again due to the pandemic, um, things shut down, we're on curfew, yeah, we're on curfew. Oh, we are. I think we're, yeah, I think we're not supposed to be, Newsom came out and said we're not supposed to be out between, uh, 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. Which part of me was like, who's even out at that time right now? Is that like, <laughs> am going, I just, yeah. um, unless you're going to work, right? But um, I'd, I'd be sleeping during that time. I slept like me too last night. Actually, yeah, like a lot. Yeah, was- yeah, me too. So I don't understand. Like that restriction doesn't do anything for me, but that's okay if it's keeping other people um, out in like social spaces or whatnot. But um, but yeah, so we're on curfew. And so I'm just thinking about there's that piece, but also the idea that people will either start getting really scared because we're back into like another, um, I don't know if it's, it's still the first wave, my understanding. I don't know that we're really in a second wave, but it feels like things are getting worse. And I think with holidays coming up and people gathering, 
I don't know, maybe people will go all one way and isolate because of the fear or they're just going to be so fatigued and just go fly to their families. Experts are predicting like I've been listening to NPR a lot lately because I hate myself and uh, (laughs) (laughs) they've just been like, so the numbers are rising again and everyone's probably going to go spend the holidays together, even though we fucking told you not to. Yeah. So the numbers are just going to keep rising. And I'm like, you know, know. it's hard because I understand that like being with family is such an important part for, for people, you know, um, especially after the year we've had. Right. Um, yeah. But I think it's, it's, you know, it's not worth the, the toll that it's going to have. Right. I mean, I was supposed to go spend Thanksgiving at a, at a friend's house and I, you know, I, we messaged each other last week and we're like, yeah, I was like, I'm not coming out. Cause like your mom's going to be there and she's older and like, I'm not trying to infect. So I might be like doing a backyard thing or something, mm-hmm. but you know, it, I, there's some friends I haven't seen in months, you know, but I, you know, especially cause I have asthma and I just like, I don't know, I have a pretty meh immune system these days like I'm not yeah you know yeah I didn't know you had asthma yeah I developed I feel like we have so much we have so much in common that we didn't know we played the flu like nerds Uh, do you still have yours no I don't have it because it broke um oh it broke I know it it really broke I was like, oh, sorry, dad. I can't play in the band anymore. <laughs> Have I told you about how my, so my mom played flute and that, or her parents made her play flute and then she made me play flute. Cause that's, you know, how that stuff works. And yeah. uh, you know what she did when she was younger? Um, Cause this was the age of cassette tapes. She recorded her flute practice. And then every day when she got home, her, her mom, my grandma would expect her to practice her flute. And so she would just play the cassette tape. One day day my uncle, because I would totally do this if if it were my sibling, he went to my grandma and was like, don't you realize she makes the same mistake every day? If she's practicing every day, how would she keep making that same mistake? So she got busted. But I was like, that's hilarious. And then that's funny. (laughs) Yeah, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. My flute, my bad flute story uh, was that I was in, I think it was, um, seventh grade and I was in band class and, uh, I got in trouble for chewing gum. We're not supposed to chew gum and play our instruments. Right. So I'm like, dang. So the, what was her name? Gosh, I forgot her name. I don't want to call her out. She was, she was, I'm not calling her out. I didn't even know her name. Um, (laughs) you, you band lady instructor. With your little whatever I call them little batons. <laughs> that's not... what they're that's what they're called. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh the baton. The baton. Oh my God. So she gave me detention. So you, I was like you called her out. Cause I, oh, cause no, no, because I was chewing gum. <laughs> I already forgot that part of the story. Dude, so, uh, yeah. Honestly, the only time I ever sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your story with another story of mine. No, it's okay. Let me let me just finish because it's kind of like gonna go bad and then I totally want to hear no, your story. Tell the story. Um then I was like, all right. And so I got back on the flute 
and I put another gum in my mouth. <laughs> so then she saw me and she was like, she's like, what are you doing? And I, I was like, nothing. And then she like made me spit it out and was, gave me another detention. Right. And I was like, damn. So then I did it again. So this is all in one period. Like, you know what I did this the was third time? Period? Yes. It was in the same like 10 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> was it ADHD or you were being, or were you being rebelde or what? No, no, rebelde. It was totally because I was, totally. I was getting, I was like, I'm going to get away with it. I'm going to get away with it. And so she ended up giving me three detentions, but because the fourth time I swallowed the gum and I proved her that I wasn't chewing it anymore. <laughs> I was like, I'm not. <laughs> you were like, all right, now I'm just stealing well, away from I mean, people's quality learning time. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So anyways, that was my bad band uh, story. I don't know what was going on with me. Maybe I was on my period. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I honestly, like, I feel like um, I, every bad teacher experience I had was a band teacher. Like, yes, there's no one more miserable than a high school or middle school band teacher. I remember those two guys, the middle school teacher I had, the high school teacher I had, they were the biggest assholes I've ever met in my whole life. Well, then the high school band teacher got nice, like senior year. And like, at the time we were all like, oh, he's nice now. But I think he probably just got on antidepressants or something. I think he was like, oh, I was gonna say he got nice. Like all of a sudden he just was like chipper and Olaf stuff. works wonders <laughs> my guy but the only time I ever got suspended from school was I uh or I didn't get sus- I think I got like in school sus- suspension or whatever you know yeah lightness. but I like- was gonna say maybe could- <laughs> <laughs> if that would have been me I would have gotten three times that <laughs> yeah because I called my band teacher an asshole when I was in like eighth mm. grade yeah. Mm. I didn't call him to his face. I was like, I walked in the band and I was You like, wrote him a note? <laughs> no, I like walked into class and I was like, God, I was like, Mr. Lucas is an asshole. And then I didn't realize he was there because I didn't see him when he came in and he came out of his room. He's like, what'd you just say? And I was like, <clears throat> like, you know, oh. when you're like 12 or 13, you're like such a badass until like adults actually confront you with authority. Oh <laughs> my like, gosh. But like, I don't regret it. No regrets. I hope you're doing no better, regrets. Mr. Lucas, because Dan, you are an asshole. Yeah, no, hope I you hope got on whatever Mr. Too. Campbell got on. <laughs> Seriously, I love it. I love it. Anyway, yeah, we I don't know. About we did, teachers. we did. No, I'm just thinking now of all the teachers that you know. I didn't. I was a good. I'm gonna just say this. I was a good kid. Okay. <laughs> I could see that. I, like, I feel like yeah. That, whenever you have like that, you're like, I got detention. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, like with gum, with gum. Yeah. I, the only other so time. Badass. Yeah, because I could I can count the times where I had like disciplinary issues and I don't know what was going on for me or why I got brave. But this one time I was definitely triggered by my math teacher. I was taking pre-cal and uh, it was like jun- junior year in high school. And no more. Of course, you got triggered pre-calculus. Damn. Yeah. I've never hated yeah. myself so much. What the <laughs> fuck is that? I don't even, I can't even tell you what pre-calculus is anymore. Why do they teach no. us that shit? <laughs> Seriously. I have no idea. Why are I'm... we talking about this more? <laughs> Sorry, go on with your story. <laughs> I just got triggered by I ended story. up having to, I know, I just, uh, I had to take it twice because this teacher was an asshole and maybe I didn't know what I was doing, but he was definitely an asshole. <laughs> 
and I remember I was on crutches and I used to live across the street from my high school and I would hear the bell and I would walk when I heard the bell. Like that's how close I was. I'd have 10 oh, minutes wow. to walk. You know, I'm on crutches. Do you think I'd take like an extra 10 minutes or, or so to like get my ass to school? And so I was on crutches because I just like sprained my, uh, I sprained my ankle or broke my leg or something in soccer. And I'm like, you know, and I live on, I was at the time living on a, like a, the high school is on a hill going up towards like Cal Stadies Bay up, up in uh, uh, Hayward. And so I'm like crutching my way down to the campus and I heard the bell, but <laughs> I wasn't going to make it. <laughs> oh, sure. So I like, so I go all the way down and the class is in the portable at the back, like all the way almost on the field. So I really didn't time it well, but so I showed up like 10 minutes late. So I'm like crutching in the class and this is a class where there's a ton of white kids in it. You know, um, and uh, now that I think of it, there were certain classes in the school where, like, it was predominantly white. Mm -hmm. um, like, my chemistry class, predominantly white. Like, mm -hmm. there were spaces where I was super standing out, although overall the, the school was diverse. Now mm -hmm. i got to think about why that happened, but okay. That's and so cool, yeah. I got in, and, like, I just crutching into my seat, and Mr. Frazio, that was his name. I don't know why I just remembered his name, white man. And he's like, Miss Martinez. And I was like, yes. And he's like, you will be on time next time. And I was like, bro, like I'm in crutches. You know, I thought I was going to pull the crutch card. I was like, how respect. could you? Yeah, show some respect for the one in crutches. And I said, I'll try. And he's like, what? And I was like, what? Why are you so? Tr I'll try. And he's like, get out of the classroom. Whoa. I was like, Oh my gosh, now that I think of it, I bet, I don't know, like I could imagine, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. And I said, you don't have to freak out on me. I will get myself out. And so like, I that? crutched my, yeah, I said, you don't have to freak out it. on me. And so he like lost it and I'm crutching my way out. And it's so embarrassing. It's like, you know, I'm going super slow out the door. Yeah, you can't like scurry out of there. You're like, no. Oh like those things make so much noise too <laughs> and then all the spaces I'm now I'm like remembering like we were so like crammed I'm in this in. classroom and I'm like hitting people with my like <laughs> with like my crutches and people are like helping me get out of the class and then he, I'm going back up the hill because the principal's office is like up the hill <laughs> yeah. and Mr. he catches Frazier. me halfway and he's like come back and you're I'm like, like hell no. What are no. you trying to give me an arm workout, bro? Like, are you serious? And you know, I never knew how to wear crutches well. So I'd always chafe, like it always chafed under my arms. But then Ugh. that one weird muscle, like above your armpit <laughs> gets so ripped. I remember. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. I broke my ankle in college. Um, not playing soccer. I was drunk and wore sunglasses and walked off a deck. <laughs> West Virginia University is a dangerous place for children. But like, yeah, that one muscle for drunk children, especially. Drunk children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm like touching it now as if it would still be ripped, even though I haven't worn crutches. In You're years. like, you know what? This little muscle, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we just went on a tangent. That was amazing. Dude, yeah, um, we went four. We went, we went really far. We were talking about holidays. Can we get back to the holidays? Oh my God. <laughs>
Oh my gosh, everyone's like, damn, I can't even make out what they're saying because they're just laughing. <laughs> what are they talking about? What is this podcast even about? Oh, man. Yeah. Mental health. Mental health. Yeah. <laughs> and all things life. This is, this is all things life. This is the all things life. Yeah. <laughs> Our, armpit muscles. <laughs> armpit muscles. That's what, what we're do gonna you title think? it. What do you think that armpit muscle would be good for? Like, what do you think it serves us? I don't know. What else? Like, cause like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm as I like hold my arms out to see what it's doing. (laughs) Trying to like work it. You're like. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to work out the little guy. Yeah. Um. But anyway, the holidays. Uh, that's right. why we went on a tangent because the holidays. Yeah, I'm a, I'm excited to listen back. Do you ever like go on a, you ever go on like a downward spiral of anxiety <laughs> and you like try and you like you were fine and then you like ended up just like every everything in a ditch. Fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, how did I get here? And so you like retrace your steps. You're like, damn, I made some leaps and bounds, my friend. Right. <laughs> but anyway, right. the holidays. Um, yeah, I, this is the first Christmas in my life that I will not be spending with my family, mm. which my mom's probably tearing up listening to this episode right now, but yeah, not trying to die or make anybody else die. Yeah. Well, you want to make it to the next holiday. I mean, that's yeah. the thing, right? You want to actually be with your family during that holiday. You know, it's not to go like super dark on this episode right now about the holidays, but, um, like if people don't take care of themselves during this Thanksgiving holiday break, you will not be alive for Christmas. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, if pe- some, if people you catch sell that it- to the CDC, as they're, like, <laughs> they're like ads for the Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. They should, I mean, like real, right? Like if you get, if you get sick, potentially, I mean, depending on your vulnerability and all, you know, the health factors of, of who it gets infected, but you may not even make it to to the end of the year and that's just sad it's um but you know just little things like that just the the little things that we we have to really think about now and and make sure that we are doing taking the right precautions but yeah no my my bubble is staying super super small and, and solid um not to make me a better person i just that's the decision i'm making and i think that's yeah. the thing right is being able to um, I don't say like be okay with other people's decisions, but I guess we all have to make a personal choice on what we want to do, um, how we engage, right, and or not in spaces. And you know, for me, I've definitely not not gone to things um, because I just, you know, I just don't want to. I just don't want to risk it. It just feels yeah. like a too much of a risk. Yeah, and I understand. I mean, I've made choices during this, but you know, like sometimes, you know you have to choose between your mental health and your physical health. And sometimes your mental health wins. Right. Um, But, you know, I think also I've gotten a lot better at being alone during this pandemic. Right. Like, I mean, cause I've been living alone since July and, you know, even though I meet with clients and stuff over video all day long, it's obviously not the same. Right. Um, Right. And so, I've had to like figure out how to cope with that. Right. Because I mean, you know, it's, there's the matter of getting sick with coronavirus, but then there's also like 
we don't know the long-term impacts, right? Like we don't, like, I think there's still a lot that they don't know about like what happens after you like recover, if you ever do fully recover, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, I mean, I know it's like, okay, there might be a vaccine coming out next month, but you know, that's still, you know, there's still a lot we don't know about the future and I just I think if we have the option to you know be a little bit more selective about how we interact with other people then we should you know Um, yeah because I just I don't know I think that for me personally I've found like a lot of meaning in this as well and like I think being able to find meaning in times of uncertainty does help um you know I'm not saying everyone else needs to to pick a meaning to this or subscribe to mine at all but like I've found that you know being alone a lot has really like I've like I said I really learned how to be alone and I've gotten into like new hobbies like you know I uh I've gotten really into plants I know so much more about plants and I have so many more plants than I did before um Mm -hmm. I know about like soil ph level and shit now like now Um, yeah yeah (laughs) pandemic really really showed up for you yeah yeah Yeah. so you know I think like and I've just like learned how to be more secure in myself because I've just decided okay well if I'm stuck being alone I gotta figure out how to like myself yeah yeah no it's so true I can I can definitely relate to what you're saying in terms of um, using this time, I mean, I guess somewhat forcefully because I want to stay healthy. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. forced, but like I want to, you know, I want to, I'm making the choices that I'm making for, for good reasons, but it's, it's, you know, definitely um, helped me reflect so much on what I want, what I need, who I am, what's important to me, what work I want to be involved in professionally, what personal goals I want to have. And, you know, usually I take like a month of the year to really like think about some of these things. And I really have been able to spread it out during this time, again, because of the isolation and kind of like the alone and and alone time that I've had um, and space to think about things. And I'm even thinking about how dating has evolved for me so much too, Um, just with not having a lot of distractions of the socializing, like extra socializing and you know getting to know people has been different for me um during this time and um yeah yeah I definitely have now thought about the things that are more important to me in terms of a partner and what what matters to me and I think it's because I'm really getting to know people because I can't really we can't go out we can't do certain things that we would have been able to do pre-pandemic to kind of like um you know, explore a relationship. So just exploring relationships now, I feel like is different. And I'm grateful for that, even though it's kind of hard, because I'm like, dang, like, I just want to do something that's, I want to go bowling, or I want to do something that's more fun and like social, right? And instead, I'm, you know, we're actually talking to each other and asking questions and and getting to know each other um, on different in different ways. And so I'm still on the apps. I'm still on the apps. I'm just kind of putting that out there. No. <laughs> And I'm, you know, remember, I am hyperactive and inattentive. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, no, that's true. Everything that's true, but I'm not going to. a woman. <laughs> but yeah, so I hear you. I hear you. It sounds like you've also been doing some, some exploration of new, new things, that, new interests and diving in on other things that, that maybe you haven't during pre-pandemic or 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was really excited. I saw this cool video of like uh, this girl turned a baby doll head into a planter, like just cut the like top off and painted it these cool colors and put plants in it. So I started one. Like my neighbor, oh, that's I, cool. I have this like free group. Um, it's called Buy Nothing. I think there's one in every neighborhood. It's kind of like free cycle. It's like people, are, you know, yeah. are, like giving away stuff. And I, this woman posted that she had two baby dolls, and I was like, I am so interested. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So then W came over the other night, and I was like, look at my baby doll I'm painting. She's like, oh my god, okay. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So. Uh, so yeah. What are the chances of someone giving away two baby dolls? The other one's skull is a little too hard to crack, though. Oh, <laughs> do you need help? <laughs> Can I, I help think you? I'm gonna have to take like a circular saw to it. Anyone out there has a circular saw? It's a saw. I can cut a baby doll. <laughs> they might, but it's COVID. They don't want to come over. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. See the things that we would be able to do if the pandemic wasn't a thing, right? Mm -hmm. We'd be able to invite people to like bring us saws and shit so we can cut off. (laughs) Yeah. But then also not to silver lining it, like look at the stuff that COVID is making me do that. I, you know, like I've always said I wanted to learn how to do this or do that, da da da. But, you know, I've always just like kept myself too busy with social and there's, yeah, if, I miss my dance classes hella. Like I was looking at videos from like a year ago from my dance classes and I was like, mm-hmm. I can't like spin around on my floor because carpet yeah. and stuff. But like, yeah, I miss those. But, you know, definitely like I'm excited to like be more into plants and stuff. So Yeah, I'm into plants too now. I'm trying to just not touch them anymore though. Like, like I, I remember what you said, just whatever your instinct is, do less of it, right? So if you want to water it, like don't, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've been, and it's been working actually. I'm like not touching them. I'm doing less with them and they seem to be thriving on their own a little bit and just kind of noticing when they need a little bit of water. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'm, I, I'm an overwaterer for for those that needed to know that but if you're yeah yeah if you're an overwater definitely one thing I learned recently and that was just turned into like grandma's gardening (laughs) (laughs) you want to make sure your pot your your pot your plant the soil is your plant in your pot your plant in your pot that the soil's really aerated so I take like a chopstick and like poke at the soil to make sure it's like it's not like because when it's like because that's one thing I noticed about your soil Oh, dang! That's what I noticed about Girl your soil. Aerated soil. <laughs> I've never been so insulted. So, <laughs> if that's if that's the worst insult I've gotten, I think I'm okay. <laughs> Wait, tell me about my soil. What what's up with my soil? Oh, so now you want to know? Uh, no, I really do. I'm I'm here to learn. So, um. <laughs> you know, you have to pay attention to the quality of your soil. So there's a lot of, sorry, there's, there's a lot of factors aside. Let me get my pen. (laughs) Well, I'll come over and like, you know, you know, assess your plants, but one thing is making sure the soil's really aerated, which means that it's like loose, loose, fluffy, instead of like packed. Because, you know, a lot of times, like 98% of the time when I have a friend who's like, my plant's dying, I don't know why. 
it, there's a few things, a few reasons why. You're either over or underwatering it. So you need to look at what type of plant it is and see if it's a plant that needs a lot of water. So not all plants are the same? No. Okay. There's, there's diversity in plants as well. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. That's the, damn. You, that's you're on fire today. All right, so make See my dad. soil fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> See dad? So I take a I take a chopstick and like poke into the soil and make sure it's like loose and fluffy. Oh, also, I've been packing that shit. I've been like pack, 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 pack. No? Yeah. Like I, yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. that exactly do like that. The noises I make when I'm <laughs> potting a plant. Pack, 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 pack. You're like, I'm labeling my actions as I do them. Um, but then also like there's some plants that can stay in the same pot for like ever their whole lives and they're totally fine. And then there's some plants that will outgrow their pot and not even necessarily outgrow like they get bigger than the pot, but some plants have like a really extensive root system. And so like their roots will outgrow the pot. So I just got a plant from one of my neighbors from that buy nothing group. And she was like, I don't know why this plant's dying. I got it home and it was what they call root bound which means its roots had grown so much but she had kept it in that same tiny little pot mm. and so it was like packed to get like the roots so i had to like massage the little roots out it was really cute yeah is it, it thriving cool. now or you I don't mean, know yet it, it seems okay it seems okay we're we're okay. you know and then there's also the matter of i'm not trying to stress you out but some plants <laughs> <need> clearly <laughs> You're like, I hate you. I'm dying. Inside. You're like, do you not yeah. see my face? It's turning like 10 colors right now. I really got to go now because I have to go save my plants. <laughs> plants need different types of water also. Like some like to soak it up, what I call butt chug. So you like put it in the little tray below and then they soak it up. Some like it poured over top and then some need their leaves misted, right? So like tropics. I don't think you have any tropical plants though. Those need no. to make sure they, they need like bright and springy leaves. So, okay. Anyway, thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, no. I'm what sure that. What's done to me? Yeah. Plant, plant whisper and shit over here. Um, Hard yeah. to believe like a year ago I was like. Killing plants? I was like out doing whatever with who knows who and now i'm like oh if you examine the ph of your soil <laughs> you will see <laughs> oh man it's probably gonna be pretty happy yeah no i think this is good this is a good lena good lena <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks. yeah no this is good this is good i'm gonna i you know i have never owned so many plants and i think it is i I remember early on in the pandemic, I was like, and I think I obviously just like flower in the stores and whatever else, everyone was doing the same exact same thing. But um, I went to Home Depot and they were like, no plants. I was like, dang, everybody wants plants. Whoa. Either there, there's like no puppies in the, in the shelters, there's no plants and there's no flower at the store. Like the three, Dude, like I'm so, un I'm flower again. I know. Well, I don't know. This was like in the time when, when. Uh, yeah, do you remember that? There's no sugar either. Oh, yeah, there was nothing. Yeah. Baking, uh, <laughs> or puppies, not baking puppies. Baking, comma, puppies, puppies, comma, plants. Plants. Yeah. Cause yeah, I felt so unoriginal. I was like, oh my God, everyone's doing exactly what I want to do. Who cares, dude? Do that. 
because I did one unoriginal, I mean, one unor, I mean, I did a lot of unoriginal, but one of the unoriginal quarantine activities I did made me break my wrist, so. Oh, I still haven't, um, I have, I have the skates, um, I just haven't put them on, uh, yeah. Yeah. You got the pads and stuff though, right? No, 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 I'm still waiting for the body pad. Yeah, don't, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna wear a body one. Yeah. Once I have health insurance again, we can go out skating together though. Yeah, I have health insurance too. So I think we're set there. My I like how we are, we are so talking about making sure we're using our protection and have health insurance before we go on our skates. Hey, I mean, don't be dumb like me. I spent like $300 at the ER just because I didn't wear the $50 pads. So. Oh, no, I'm going to get those. Maybe I'll get them for Christmas. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. But... But yeah, the holidays, yo. <laughs> I like how the we're holidays, really yo. we're really trying to talk about the holidays. Yeah. So I mean, what's there to talk about at the about the holidays? Um, how yeah. about? So what can people do if they're not going to go see their family? I mean, I'll say, I for Halloween decorated, and I've never really decorated before, and I think I'm going to get my first Christmas tree because I'm going to be oh. around. So I think that will be cute. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, I think things like that, that bring your spirit, you know, mm-hmm. back to life, whatever you, I mean, I think that's the thing is like really thinking about what makes you, what's going to make, uh, what's going to make you smile. Like when you wake up and go to the living room and what's going to kind of mimic a little bit of that energy of that home energy, if you were supposed to be going with family. And I know that could be maybe a little nostalgic too, or maybe also make you want to miss your family more, but I think go, you know, going into paralysis or whatnot, because we don't know what to do. I think that's a, that's a harder place to be in when you just don't do nothing. And then you realize, oh, I didn't do anything. And now we're on Christmas day and it's hard, right? It's hard to be in that space. And so um, not to say that it's easy. Cause I think sometimes thinking that if I just don't, I do nothing, then I won't feel as much. Or if I do nothing like this day, will just go by fast. Um, but but I think it's it is important. Like I definitely put up the last year I put up the tree a little later, but I already put up my Christmas tree. Um and you know, Emma's been my daughter, she's been uh she's been really isolated and so things like that really bring her spirit up. And even though I'm kinda like a lazy mom in that way, I'm I really am like I'm not gonna call myself like a bad like I'm not, you know, I'm just not that mom that's like making cookies like every like every day and like having the cookie jar and then like cookies every day I don't know I mean I feel like sometimes I'm like looking at the um some what people are doing and I'm just like I haven't even I haven't even washed my sheets in like a month like (laughs) and there's all these like and I think that's what I'm talking about with holidays too if we like have a little bit of a if we're looking at it, sometimes the idea that these holidays are supposed to be so amazing and fun and, no, dude, you know, the reality that that kind of holidays kind of can suck too, right? Especially depending on, you know, going back home to family that there's a dynamic that, you know, that's why you left or whatever, right? I'm not saying that everyone, but I think there's this, and I think this is a yearly thing. I'm not saying just pandemic time, but I think yeah. a yearly thing, the holidays get really hyped up and um, I think can be really triggering for folks who don't have that, that can't really like truly enjoy the holidays, but kind of think that everyone else is. And it's like, you know, I think, you know, also living in the age of social media, we see what we're presented with and we assume, 
there's always two sides to every situation, right? So if you look on social media and somebody's posting like this beautiful Christmas dinner they made or whatever when, with their family, everyone's happy. You're not seeing, and I know we all say, like, we all know this, like, but you know, you're not seeing them fighting or getting stressed about it beforehand or, you know, then like so-and-so got too drunk and da da da. Like all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff happens that you don't see, right? Like nothing like no one's out there having a hundred percent perfect experience, you know, and you know, whatever experience you have, you can try and make the most of it. Right. Um, yeah, I think we, we should get together and make Christmas ornaments. That would be really cute. <laughs> Your face is I, yes. I wish they had seen my face, the listeners, Aww. they can't see it, but no, that made me, that made me excited. See, like, that's the shit I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And and I'll show you my soil uh, moisture meter. Um, okay. But I saw this really cute. You can like dry orange slices and like make a garland out of them, which I was like trying to explain what garland is, what a garland is to David in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like look up the word, but then he was like, oh, guirlanda. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, like, that's so Shit. funny. Uh, you know, so we should do that. That would be really cool. Yeah, I know. We missed our pumpkin carving, so I think we should uh... – we should just move on to the, we should just skip Thanksgiving anyways. Cause you know, yeah. What is that holiday? Anyway? Yeah. What is it? No, it's just a break. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm down for that. See, see this just magic just happened right now. Just my soul is so full right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no joke. It's so funny that we just talked about like, yeah, the things that you don't see there's, there's different sides to it, not just the snapshot and the, the idea or the the story you tie to that beautiful picture of that food that food plate or whatever right um but when I was putting the decorations up for help you know Emma was helping me with the tree and whatnot and we ended up getting into a fight over it I'm not gonna lie like it was like a a moment where I thought it was gonna be special and then we kind of like together awesome yeah and it was like eventually she's like I'm sorry mom I'm like it's okay honey yeah you want to put out the, the star on top you know then it's like we were fine but it kind of was stressful for a minute because I was like, I'm trying to make your Christmas perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, mom, you know, it's just so for the every Yeah. Like just to put that out there, it's not picture perfect. It shouldn't be picture perfect. If you are a human, you will have your ups and downs during these holidays, just like every year, regardless of the pandemic. Right. So, um, and also if you feel like you, that, you know, that it's hard to really think about people n- you know, like you said, people know that, yeah, okay, what people post on social media isn't the full story. But if, but if it's hard, like for me, sometimes, even though I know that it's still hard to Mm -hmm. see, then take care of yourself, right? Like stay off social media for a little bit and uh, do your thing and then, you know, come back when you're ready. So I think that's, that's like what personally works for me, I should say, but not to say that that'll work for everyone, but. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if, if our listeners are feeling lonely this holiday season, Maybe we can host a, maybe we can make our ornament party like a Zoom party. People want to make ornaments with us. That would be really cute. That would be really cute. I like that idea. Let's add that to uh, a post or something. I'd be down. Just have like people watch us make ornaments. And I mean, not just watch us. Obviously, we'd want them to do it too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's important. Um, Build build some community with our listeners. That'd be kind of cool. But yeah, I don't know. It's funny. I thought that we were going to take this, this episode mostly holiday. And then I think we ended up with like plants and ADHD, you know, and band teachers. 
and band Plant teachers. Band teachers and ADHD <laughs> around the hallways. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I think that that was a good conversation. I really missed you, uh, Lena. I know we've had some dope guests on, and that was that was really nice. And we will continue to have guests on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it. I think it was perfect that, and I think it kind of shows that we miss each other because we. I just had so much fun right now. Um, yeah, we talked so. about all sorts of shit. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is cool. Yeah. So we've got a couple, a few more. No, a couple more episodes left of season one of I Feel mm-hmm. You. So mm-hmm. look out for those. Um, and we're looking forward to prepping what's next for season two. So if you have suggestions, Adriana's dad, uh, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> How to make it better. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, if you are enjoying the, ep- the episodes or if you enjoy some of it or if you just like us and, you know, care about our well-being, um, <laughs> share the pod, subscribe, and uh, yeah, definitely give us feedback and, and say hi to us on Instagram. Like, you know, just like us shoot up. us a, a message and just say what's up. Um, I'd love to see us hit 200 followers on Instagram through the next uh, season. I think we're at like I don't know, hundred and something, but we got to, we're going to try to show up a little bit more for sure in the, in the social media world. We've just been trying to live our lives and be people in this world right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, cool. All right. Wrap it up. See you all next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this conversation. If you like what you heard, follow us on Instagram at IFeelYouPod. That's the letter U. Or you can email us at hello at IFeelYouPod.com. Again, that's the letter U. The music on I Feel You is from Thanks. You can find them on SoundCloud at THNX or Instagram at THNX Music. See you next time. Bye. Bye.